knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Casting Across Fly Fishing Podcast. I'm Matthew of castingacross.com where I explore the quarry and culture of fly fishing. This is actually the fourth episode of the Casting Across Fly Fishing Podcast, but I wanted to take a few uh, recording sessions, editing sessions, uh, tinkering sessions to think about what I wanted to say in the introduction to the podcast. So the introduction is actually the fourth chapter, which I guess could make the first three chapters prefaces, forwards, something like that. But regardless, I thought it would be prudent and it would be important to introduce myself, introduce the podcast, and introduce what Casting Across is. We'll start with me. My name is Matthew. I am in my mid-30s at the time of this recording, and I have an amazing wife, three boys, and another child on the way. So you can tell how much fly fishing I do on a regular basis. I say that, but in reality, I do get to fish a lot, and I'm very, very grateful and very blessed to be able to do that. I started fishing when I was small, not with any sort of regularity, but I can remember fishing back when I lived in Illinois um, in my kind of childhood years in canals and in ponds, primarily for sunfish. And I remember not only being fascinated by the fish and their ecosystems, but also by the minutiae of the gear, um, bobbers and worms and sinkers and all the little compartments that they went into. There was something about that that was captivating. When I was 13, I moved from Illinois to Virginia, and that's where things really took off. My best friend, Alan, fished a lot, and so he got me into fishing a lot. Then he began fly fishing, and I began fly fishing, and I began fly fishing a lot. I caught my very first trout on a fly rod in Boiling Springs, Pennsylvania, at the Yellow Breaches. It kind of changed things. I still, and, and I'm thankful, have the picture of that fish. And um, 
it's amazing to look back and think about that fish being the first fish of who knows how many in that creek, in that state, but then also um, how many fish I've caught in my lifetime. Going back to that one fish um, being caught on a zug bug on a uh, eight and a half foot five weight that I bought at the Sports Authority with a foam handle and a plastic reel. And it worked. And I was happy. And it didn't bother me. So much for $1,000 gear, right? Well, from there, there's a lot more fishing. As soon as I got a car, Alan and I were off to the Shenandoah Mountains every weekend or up into South Central Pennsylvania to Spring Creeks or up into Maryland to Tailwaters to fish. And we fished a lot. I had some amazing opportunities, um, both with friends and also with work. Uh, one of my very first jobs is working at a fly shop outside of Washington, D.C., and that exposed me to the industry and just what a, a cool place that is, which really draws in a very diverse group of people. So all that to say, um, fly fishing was a part of who I was really even before I was an adult. Um, after college, which was in South Carolina, my wife, who we got married in college, um, was incredibly gracious. Again, that's a recurring theme in my life and in my fishing. Um, she said it was okay that we moved to Pennsylvania for graduate school. I went to Penn State and I was able to fish a lot. I fished a lot. I was on spring creeks. I was up in the mountains. I was on warm water rivers for smallmouth. It was what I did. It was part of life. And it's probably the closest that I'll, hopefully the closest I'll ever be to living kind of that quasi-trout bum lifestyle that uh, gets romanticized and waxed poetically about in fly fishing so much. But after that, um, we moved to New England. I am vocationally in the ministry. Um, I've had a couple different roles and currently serve as an associate pastor of a church in New England, and I love it. We've had our children here. Um, and we continue to serve and to live and to explore here. Um, this has widened my fly fishing uh, experiences, a lot more saltwater fly fishing, uh, a lot more large river fly fishing, and uh, being content with fishing where I am has been a, a journey as well. That's a little bit about me. Aside from fly fishing, I love history. I love the history of fly fishing, but I also love history in general. I also like barbecue a whole lot. That's another story for another day, and we'll talk about that uh, inevitably sometime on the podcast. Also, I decided to write, and this is a big deal, and I think it's important to know what I do vocationally to know why I decided to begin castingacross.com, the website that, that I write this podcast is an extension of. When I write for work, again, being in ministry, being a pastor, there's a certain precision that I really want to nail. It, it, it's a burden, not in a bad way, but when you're writing about something that you think is, in, is the most important thing in, the, in reality, then you want to get your writing down perfectly. Um, it, it's a challenge, but it's something that I enjoy. At the same time, it's not the kind of free-flowing, Top of uh, you know, top of the the head, you know, just consciousness kind of writing that I can write about and talk about when I deal with fly fishing, and so because I love to write, because I love to write for work, write about um, the Bible, write about theology, write about our world um, and worldview. I also want to write in a different way, just to kind of keep things fresh, to not only move my writing muscle in one direction, but really uh, have a well-rounded, fully orbed. Uh, writing. And so my wife and I talked about it. 
And in 2015, castingacross.com was launched, and I have absolutely loved it. It has encouraged me to be more thoughtful about fly fishing. It has encouraged me to think through the things that I think I know and explain them better, thus revealing my inadequacies and my knowledge base when it comes to fly fishing. That's just one thing that's been great. Another thing that's been great is that it's kept my foot kind of in the industry door. I've been able to work with a lot of amazing companies, um, companies who I'm incredibly grateful for. And so uh, that has been a big part of casting across. I write about gear a lot. I write about fishing a lot. I write about my experiences. I write about the industry. I write about our culture. And I try to do it at a very approachable level. So that is the website, castingacross.com. When I started writing, I started writing about podcasts because I drive a lot. Um, My uh, range that I have to drive around any given day or week is a very big chunk of New England. Um, It's not that big, but some days it feels that big. And so I'm in the car a lot, and I'm listening to all sorts of podcasts. And probably about uh, four or five years ago, I really got dialed into a couple of fly fishing podcasts that I thought were just great fun, but also educational, and also kind of kept my mind fresh when it comes to fly fishing. And so I started writing about them and encouraging other people to do it. I wanted wanted other people to have the benefits of these podcasts that I was getting. And so I had uh, written quite a few, almost a dozen articles about podcasts, And that's when the suggestion started coming that I do a podcast. And at first I thought, well, no, I'm supporting these other people. I don't want to take away from what they're doing. Furthermore, I love writing and I'm kind of maxed out with what I'm doing already with the uh, fly fishing writing. And then the more I thought about it, I thought it's pretty simple to talk. If anyone uh, knows me, it's that talking doesn't come that difficult to me. But Also, I think there's something that is special, something that is unique about conveying a concept in multiple ways. So I don't want to break new ground with the fly fishing podcast here at Casting Across. What I want to do is just kind of go back into the vaults and take things that I've written about and expand upon them, um, flesh out, round out, and um, bring a little bit more of a comprehensive nature to some of the things I've written about, and also potentially introduce them to a new audience. So that's what the Casting Across Fly Fishing Podcast is all about. And this being the fourth episode, I'm enjoying sitting in front of a computer and a little white ball with a glowing red light thus far. Um, at the time of this recording, this isn't even being broadcast, push out for syndication. I'm still learning about how this works. But I would appreciate feedback. Um, I have really enjoyed getting feedback from my writing. I do uh, try to interact with and engage everybody who emails, who comments, who um, chirps in on social media. So I would encourage you to do that. Uh, Casting Across can be found um, online. And one thing that I do every week, I'm intending to do every week, is a recommendation. Push somebody somewhere else. The buck doesn't stop with me. I don't anticipate anyone would think that, but I want to make this part of the culture of fly fishing. That is the the tagline for castingacross.com, the quarry and culture of fly fishing. The quarry is the fish, and that's one part of it, but there's this 
huge tapestry of other things that go into fly fishing as well. And so I want to push people into some places they might not have gone before. That being said, this week's recommendation is my website, castingacross.com. If you like what you have heard, then there's a lot more like it there. If you don't like what you've heard, then go there. Maybe you will like not hearing my voice, but you like reading what I had to say. Along with the website and the three weekly posts, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that I push out, um, I also have social media accounts, Casting Across on Facebook, at Casting Across on Instagram, at Casting Across at Twitter. Um, And those are great places to not only get regular updates, but also see some of the other folks that I like to promote and I like to interact with. So I would encourage you to head to castingcross.com, head to the social media accounts, and check out everything that I have to offer. So thanks for listening to Casting Across Fly Fishing Podcast. Please subscribe to your favorite podcast app and rate the podcast on iTunes. Then head over again to castingcross.com where you'll find more info on this podcast and three posts a week on the people, places, and things that go into the pursuit of fish. Mm-hmm.